hello there. Welcome to episode 30. 32? Two. I think so. Episode 32 of our award winning, world renowned (laughs) podcast. Uh, thanks, Thanks, everybody. If you're watching live on Facebook right now, Thanks for watching Thanks live. Thanks for tuning in. It's and, great, uh, to have, great to come to you live. That's right. From Destiny Church. Everybody seems to be doing things live these days. Like, <laughs> I guess all a band the other day, they had kind of like a virtual reunion, but they did it live. Mm. But when I saw it, they weren't really like, interacting with people so they could have easily pre-recorded this thing and put it up ahead you know we're here to interact oh yeah that's why we're here we're to interact we're here to maximize that's right the live mm-hmm. technology yeah so for those of you who have been faithful listeners you know from the beginning from episode zero zero our podcasts over the last few weeks have been a little bit different because we have had some interaction with the live people, but thanks for hanging in there with us. You yeah. Know, I, ch- I checked our, our viewers on the podcast uh, thing and we're still way up. The, our, our viewership hasn't dropped on our podcast. That's a relief. Yeah. I didn't really check. I don't know how to check. But hopefully, if hopefully, hopefully we're not losing any of our faithfuls because we're reaching out to the masses now on Facebook. How are you doing? It was a long week last week. Easter week. Mm-hmm. It was a good week. Was was wonderful. Hol- Holy week. Holy week. It was great. Had a great Good, fi- good Friday service. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was a really good service. <laughs> you know, it was it was interesting watching. Uh, did you watch any other Good Friday services? <laughs> I did. I watched quite a few. You know, I almost binged. I mean, I was just, I couldn't get enough. Yeah. There was one thing in particular that I really enjoyed watching, oddly, for some reason was all the different pastors <laughs> all the different God pastors taking their communion uh it was very fascinating to me to see you know the size of their loaf to see like their goblet their goblet uh you know some people had some fake grapes on their their desk right uh, some people went for like a Indiana Jones look with some old artifacts in the back, and um, so I, I I enjoyed that for some reason. Just watching pastors eat bread and right. drink juice. I was doing the same thing, bouncing from live stream to live stream, or I guess pre-recorded to pre-recorded. And okay, what kind of bread did they use? Yeah, because we had a pretty big loaf. It was long. It was a long loaf. You bought like a three foot. Yeah, Carrie said the baguette probably wasn't the best choice. I mean, 
It was tasty. It was it was it was a good piece of bread, but I okay, so now that you brought that up, I don't know what to think about the online communion. Yeah. That that I mean, we did it for Good Friday. I don't know if if yeah. if we're still doing this on on the first Sunday of May, mm-hmm. which we probably will be. I I think I think I'm gonna hold off on communion until we get back together yeah. as a church. I I I just that's something that I feel like you do as a church body mm-hmm. when you come together. Yeah. And I know we're coming together online, but it almost it almost devalued it a little bit in in some ways. Right. I, I don't know. It was strange. Hopefully it was a blessing to people, and I think that it was, but I I really think that communion is something you do when the church comes together, and the Bible even says that, Mm -hmm. and, you know, the the two ordinances we have is communion and baptism. Right. And I, I just don't see us, like, baptizing people over live stream yeah that wouldn't that wouldn't work too good you know go go get in your swimming pool and you hold your phone and we'll pronounce it it, and and it kind of it kind of felt that same way to me Mm -hmm. and you you were laughing because i took too big of a bite of bread It was a big bite. And it took me 13 seconds to chew it and swallow it. Yeah, I think I think you were still, like the rest of, of the time you were talking, you still had bread in your I think I was still throat. chewing it on Easter Sunday yeah. morning. <laughs> <laughs> like I still had some of it stuck in my throat. I asked my girls which service they enjoyed better, the Good Friday or Easter. And Ruthie said, Good Friday, because of how big your bread bite was where you guys are you, are you, so is that really what she said that is really what she said but we we you must have pointed that out to her then i i may have she she wouldn't have noticed that on her own mm. i don't think i don't know so john palencia wants to know any guidelines on topics to discuss in the uh this is a free-for-all yep wide open it is the wild west up in the library john you know what I could suggest? And man, oh, okay. John. Miss you, brother. Yeah. Really I just miss all of our church people so much. It's good. I'm glad I'm glad he's tuned in. Did you see I'm sure you did see because we did one as well. But like the uh Brady Bunch style worship song. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could do something like that for communion where we have everybody take a bite of bread and a drink of juice and film it and then send it in and it just, then it just it when I, you tell everybody to partake we put them all up at the same time so then it's like we're doing it together i i, I don't know that um, maybe i'm old school i think i think i'm a little bit old school but there's just, it just seems like there's certain things that you're supposed to do in real life in yeah. person and that that feels to me like one of those things that 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 doing it digitally almost devalues it at, at some level. I agree. 
So, because when we did it, we, uh, you know, we don't have drinks. We don't want our children to be bringing grape juice into our living space. So we went, we went into the kitchen to do it. Uh huh. And so then it was like we're trying to take the stream from the TV to right, the phone. Right. 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 Cutting exactly. bread and exactly. It just uh. So for me, I was like this. I'm trying to get in. It's like I'm a circus. To, it's kind of a circus. Yeah. Bob Sayer wanted to point out that the Welch family developed grape juice and really made their company for non-alcoholic communion juice. That's how the Welch's got started. Were we using Welch's grape juice? No, we were using Sun Harvest organic grape juice. Sun Man. Harvest sprouts. Man, it, it really seems like we ought to always be using Welch's then. No kidding. We should have got the sparkling Welch's. Stacy says she loves the matching scheme we have here. I didn't even realize that. It does look nice on the what the camera. The, the I guess the gray and gray. Well, I thank you, Stacy. It's just serendipitous. Gamaliel said he actually liked breaking bread with his family there at the house, which is good. I mean, we that's that's why we did it. As a family, I would think that's that constitutes as being together as a body. I mean, if you want to do it with your family, I imagine you still could do it throughout the the month. As Jesus said, no. Didn't Jesus say, as often as you think of me? <laughs> no. And this is why I'm the children's pastor. Um, we're getting comments left and right today. Oh, really? I mean, it is just, just blowing just in here, huh? Blowing. Come up. on, fill, tell, fill me in, clue me in. What's going on out there? Rick Perez says he's a midweek faithful. Really? Midweek faithful. Wow! I wish there was a way that we could have like a, like an insiders club, mm. you know? Because we put it out there, we don't know who who listens, right? And I just assume that nobody listens, but it's of course good for you and me to come up here and have a little debrief. It is healthy. It's, it's we just put it out there, right? So, so yeah, we're we're getting some. We're getting some good comments. Um, <laughs> Tell me what they are instead of just telling me we're getting Well, them. when I said that, I thought there was more than there actually was. <laughs> so I realized that I had read most of them. Ah, uh, got it. Bob Sayer says, old school. Forsake not assembling together so much the more as you see the day approaching. Right. Right. It's, it's, an, incredible, it's an incredible set of circumstances that we're in right now. I can't remember ever, even as a kid, canceling church. I remember having church in incredible storms. I remember having church when it was very cold and very wet outside on a Sunday night when it was only our family, Grandma and Grandpa Bell, maybe the Beatles, probably the Beatles. Yeah. And... A handful, I mean, maybe three other people. Yeah. 
and we had church. You know, we we didn't cancel church. Right. And then a few years ago, we did cancel church. Yeah, I remember that. With Hurricane Harvey. Mm-hmm. I think it was Harvey. Uh, something. And we, you know, it, it appeared that it was going to be very dangerous. And, you know, you, you have to make the call early enough so that you can get the word out. Right, because you don't, you don't want to wait till Sunday morning, but then people are already driving and right. then they get caught up in the hurricane. Right, or, or in a low water crossing or, or whatever. So you make the call, you get the word out. You hope it's the right call. But in, in my lifetime, I can really only remember maybe one or two times that we canceled church. And here we are going on a month. Yeah. It's yeah. Incredible. Do you remember we went to a, uh, like a life group one time and it was like below freezing temperatures and ice was like on the street. I feel like it was at Joe Deering's house. Okay. I just remember there was like ice on the sidewalk and it was, you know, thinking today we probably wouldn't do that community group that night. If there's ice on the roads, right? right. Say, hey, we'll we'll meet next week. Y'all be safe, right? It was a little bit different then. Yeah, what was the deal? Could people drive better back then? Probably, uh, I guess. Were people freaked out a lot less by things? Absolutely. Well, and and you know there wasn't the plethora of ways to figure out these things, other than going outside and driving and being like, oh, there's ice, but not like social yeah, media saying hey alerts. the end is coming right ice storm stay inside ice apocalypse eric wants to know he said he's two weeks behind on the podcast should he keep listening or is it going to spoil anything like does he need to turn this off and no please don't turn it off yeah you'll be okay eric eric is actually somebody who started listening only recently yeah but but Started at the beginning. Right. And got caught up. He was flying through. He probably put it on like 4X or something. Yeah. Which is perfectly okay in my book. Yeah, he probably downloaded it, put it in a software where you can do faster than 2X, put it like 4X and then exported that and then listen. It's probably. Exactly. Uh, So we have like an actual question. Okay, well, that's great. And I'm going to let you answer this one. Because you do those things well. John Palencia says in Luke twenty two forty four. It's a good thing you got your Bible there. It says sweat was like drops of blood. Now Luke, being a physician, wouldn't he have stated sweat was drops of blood? I think what he's wanting to get at is if Jesus actually did sweat drops of blood, wouldn't Luke, who have, was a physician, said that? It's a great question. Luke is the only gospel writer that mentions this. And many people think that it is why Luke is the one that mentions this, that he had a particular interest in it because he was a physician. Mm-hmm. The other gospel writers not including that in their telling of the gospel because it just didn't seem that somewhat interesting to them. 
I believe I've I've heard I've heard this. I, I don't know that it is a fact, but I have heard it preached, so that should mean that it's true. <laughs> but sometimes preachers are known to be creative. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I have heard it preached that doctors have actually found that under certain situations of the most extreme stress and anxiety mm-hmm. that the are they called capillaries sure can actually burst in your brain in your not your brain in your head mm-hmm. and blood come out of your pores that this is actually a, a thing that can happen wow in the most intense and stressful moments so whether or not he and and i think i think i think that he is sweating blood because if you think about it sweat dropping even a lot of sweat dropping why would you equate that to blood that's just normal sweat Mm mm-hmm but maybe Luke didn't quite understand why it was red. And so he said, like drops of blood, mm-hmm. potentially. I, I think maybe John is, is telling us what this uh, symptom is. He, I mean, John is a nurse. He is. <laughs> <laughs> but he posted in here, hematohydrosis. Yeah, he, that's what I, hematohydrosis. To hydrosis. Right. So maybe that is also known as hematidrosis is a condition in which capillary hey <laughs> that's cool. Capillary blood vessels that feed the sweat glands rupture, causing them to exude blood. Yeah, I I think that that is what happened, and that is what Luke is describing. Great. And that Luke is the one who does include it because he has an interest in such things as a doctor. Mm-hmm. David Teron says, first time listener, can you give me a 30 second recap? Is he, is Dave Teron still on here? I don't know. He, that was, that was like Dave, Dave Teron. Can you see my shirt? Give me a smile. Mm. I'm wearing this for you, Dave. Is that your recap? We've talked about bread. We've talked about virtual communion. Mm-hmm. We've talked about blood, mm-hmm. sweat. Mm-hmm. And have we talked about anything else? No, that's it. We haven't even talked about Easter. No, we haven't got there yet. We're taking our time today. So are you going home this afternoon? Yeah, okay. I'm going I'm to go home for a few minutes before I come back. Dave says, nice shirt. So I think he's still watching. Thanks, Dave. I don't want to. This is going to be the worst podcast, by the way. It's being so driven by the. Yeah, I agree. The video. I agree. But I I think that most of the people who listen are watching the video. Okay, possibly, potentially. Because there's been a lot that that have said that they listen. So I think they'll. They probably just won't listen to the podcast. That's fine, and that's fine. That's great. I'm just trying to think about. Yes, how yes, this to, make to make this 
maybe we just need to sharpen up a little bit here. So we had Easter this weekend, right? Yeah. And uh, if that's what you want to call it, we we did things a little different for our Good Friday and Easter service. We we filmed it up here in the chapel. So we normally do Good Friday up in the chapel. Yeah, that that's normal. Yeah, we do like a blood out. We read out the uh, the lights. Some people call things like like when the Spurs wear all black, it's a blackout. So it was like a red out. It's a red out. Oh. Sorry, I got distracted. See, this is why we originally hired someone to do the uh, run the comments for us, but we're trying to stay on budget with our podcast spending. Um, so we filmed up here. We had service up here, and uh, I think it went good. I, I thought that Good Friday looked so cool. I, like when, yeah. when when we were recording, man, I was just snapping photos because it it's like you couldn't take a bad picture with how we had everything set yeah, up. Yeah, I up mean, there. this was, building up here is is quite beautiful. It is, and I wish we could use it more. And you get to use it every Sunday with the kids, which is fantastic. It really, is a great blessing. It it is even better when it's full of people. Mm-hmm. You're not speaking to a camera. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, I'm really impressed with how you, how you do that. Not just you, but all these pastors that. You can just be with me. Are talking to cameras, you know, and that's it. Just talking to cameras. Uh, Stacy, which I, I believe she has some, some expertise in social media and how all that works. She said it, it's actually good to reference the live stream because as people listen on the podcast they'll be curious about our facebook and it will drive them to our facebook mm. what do you call that cross uh, cross platform platform edge edge marketing so sunday you had a passage i did in luke that's correct would you like to talk about it for a little bit? Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay. Let's do it. Easter, the greatest the day greatest. in the history of the world until the day right. when Jesus returns. Yeah. What an incredible day. Bob Sayers says you've been preaching awesome. Uh, Bob. Not Bobby. Bob. Yeah, Brother Bob. Brother, okay. Brother Bob. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Bob. You know, doing this up here mm-hmm. is kind of a throwback to way, way back when our high school, mm-hmm. King's Academy, was taking groups to national competition in, I think, Flagstaff, Arizona. And I, I didn't go. Yeah. I was too young. I was still in middle school. But there used to be a competition that you could enter into I think it was a radio broadcast. Yeah. Re- yeah. And and in this room, they set up a recording studio and the high schoolers put on this radio broadcast and I think they won. Really? I think they, they would, won. They would do like a play or something, right? Like yeah. uh, they would write something and then they would get different Like sound effects in and here. Quang, quang, 
<laughs> no, it was like a it was like a radio serial. You know, they used to like they used to do like radio dramas, right? With with sound effects, mm-hmm. like if somebody and wink, so, wink. and so and so walked in, oh, they would do the footsteps live. Yeah, up clump, here, clump, and yeah, <laughs> and like he ran off on his horse. Clump 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 clump. <laughs> exactly anyway i believe they recorded up here and that they won that's crazy so it's just coming full circle yeah king's academy was a powerhouse back in the day they won state championships and band yeah and and like basketball and they had the bells the bell choir and bell choir and bell choir it was great so your passage on sunday have you ever uh, have you ever used this passage as an Easter message on Sunday before uh, Easter Sunday? I've preached from John chapter twenty. I, I don't know if I've used Luke twenty four before. And you know, as I was getting ready this week or last week, and 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 reading through the four different accounts mm-hmm. and trying to zero in on how to approach Easter. Luke's stood out to me because of that phrase that the angels speak to the women. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what that phrase was? Yes. Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise. Yeah, you know, as, as I was just reading through the passages, that, that one just really stood out to me. And I got inspired and looked at it a couple more times and was inspired by the other three other two words that I used which were must Mm -hmm. that he taught that he must suffer these things and must rise again. And that the, the, that chapter, that account begins with the word, but Mm -hmm. which is a, a turning point and bada bing, bada boom. You got a message. Yeah. You know, that was great. So you just, you just, God's word, you know, it's just so alive and living and inspiring. Yeah. You know, even just reading that, and this isn't really like an Easter topic, but I feel like a lot of people these days, they're, they're seeking something that's alive, but they're looking among the dead, you know, looking for pleasures, looking for fulfillment, but they're looking in the wrong place. Exactly. Exactly. Still happening today. Still happening. They're looking for Jesus. That's right. They need Jesus in their they life. They need Jesus. So yeah, I thought it was a I thought it was a great message. And um but man, I missed I missed getting to be with our people on Easter. You know, one of my my favorite things about Easter over the last like five years, you've kind of you've you've asked me to be the uh kind of the hype man for baptisms get to introduce everybody bring them out fire up the crowd outside get them in the tank get them baptized and all celebrate i really missed that this year like 
it's just like ah. and and it's it's sad because i'm i've there's a couple of people who like three months ago right were waiting for this day right waiting wanting to be baptized on easter right and uh so but we will have another baptism service yeah you know i almost at some I almost point. reached out you know because we get when people say they want to be baptized we get an email and mm-hmm. i thought you know what we could have them come in and we could we could baptize them ahead of time and film it and we could show that as part of our easter mm-hmm. service but then i thought that 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 would be we would be doing that for the people watching the service yeah but the people being baptized would actually miss out mm-hmm. on being surrounded mm-hmm. by the church family and so i decided yeah not to do that because i good, mean you it's a good call you want to that's what it's all about you know yeah. it's a it's about making a public declaration of your faith mm-hmm Did you do a Easter egg hunt with your kids? No. Wow. We didn't. Did they ask? They did. And I was more than happy. I was so overjoyed to not do that. And, you know, they're saying, it's Easter. Where's the candy? And I was like, sit down. We're going to, we're going to have a talk. Mm. So at dinner all last week, we were talking about the resurrection, why we celebrate, and just really drilling it into their head that it has nothing to do with candy and eggs. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you know, we grew up doing an Easter egg hunt. Yeah, a big one. Oh yeah, the biggest. <laughs> we we hunted Easter egg hunt. Uh, we we hunted Easter eggs at my grandparents farm Norval and Josie Hale and they would hide easter eggs in cow patties mhm who 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 else has ever picked easter eggs from cow poop okay to be to be to be fair it's just it probably there was maybe like one egg out of the thousands that that was in a cow patty but every year it seemed there was at there least there was, I mean, was at least one where and also they i'm sure this is just riveting discussion but they it usually wasn't a fresh patty it was usually one that had hardened a little bit the so fact you, the fact you weren't getting a lot of of residue the fact, the fact that you're saying usually about this yeah but shows it was some sort of pattern of behavior i think what happened is once they got some assistance with the hiding they enlisted some some younger folk to do the hiding uh that's when the the wet patties started that's, to that's appear. neither here nor there the issue and that i was bringing up was that we grew up doing an easter egg hunt <laughs> and it didn't it didn't ruin our faith, right? right? We we know the meaning of the resurrection, and I don't even like to use the word Easter because mm, mm-hmm. it's really about the resurrection. Yeah. And 
so you know i weigh all that out you know it didn't didn't ruin us Mm -hmm. but i i just saw in my kids this year when we mentioned easter the first thing they brought up was looking for eggs and i thought nah hmm nah i don't i don't i'm not into that Mm. and the last thing they need is more candy in their life yeah we end up throwing it all away anyway or eating it ourselves right so you were laughing at something well no i I was laughing because someone let was leaving like a legit comment um while we're talking about oh cow patties now we're we're off of the but anyways uh Eric says, it took me a while to realize how important it is to read the word even when I don't feel it or feel it didn't speak to me at the time. The word is never wasted and God brings scripture back to mind that I read previously. Right. Right. Jesus said, the words I speak to you are spirit and they are life. What? Now, Rick Press said, glad you clarified. I was just going to ask, but I think he was referring to the cow patties. Okay, so Jesus said, mm-hmm. the words I speak to you, they're spirit and they're life. Right. And so, <laughs> Eric is totally right that even when we don't feel like it especially when we don't feel like it even if it feels like you know sometimes some of the old testament stuff can be really dry Mm -hmm. i i still believe that as it's the inspired word of god that it is still imparting life to you and it is strengthening you in your your spiritual man to to rise up and to be the man and woman that God's called you to be. So it's never wasted. Yeah. Never wasted. Never wasted. The thing we're teaching our kids right now, we're in addition to doing Easter or Holy Week, we're I'm just teaching them through Genesis. Mm. And right now we're still on day four of creation mm-hmm. and I just take you know 10 to 15 minutes at dinner and have some Bible time but what we what I'm teaching them at the very beginning of our time after we eat and get into God's word is that the most important thing in life is God's word the most important thing in their life mm-hmm. is the word of God and it's the most valuable thing that we have. And the reason I'm teaching that, I'm, I'm teaching that to them is I'm, I'm trying to help them learn to respect God's word. And because, you know, when we're eating dinner and we got little kids, I mean, they're bouncing all over the place. Yeah. Up and down, up and down. But when I open the Bible, I'm, I'm really trying to instill in them that this is something different, that, that this is not the same, mm-hmm. that you need to honor and respect 
the word of God at a different level, to have a reverence for God's word. So I'm, I'm trying to impart that to them as best as I can. We still have fun. Yeah. But uh, to put that into their heart, into their life. Yeah. And it's different than just like pulling out a Dr. Seuss book or, you know, that they understand this isn't just a book right. with a bunch of stories that they enjoy. Right. But it's the word of God. You know, when Eric was, was saying that, it reminded me of, of like working out or exercising, going to the gym. A lot of times you don't feel like it. You may not enjoy it or want to do it. But if you're consistent with it and commit yourself to it, you will see change over time. Being consistent is what's important. Even some days you may not feel like it. You may not work out very hard or very much. But if you stay, you know, coming from a guy who's obviously got a lot of uh, experience working out. Um, But it's the same, like with the Bible, a a lot of times with my Bible reading or when other times I want to be reading through books, it's like I'm going to bed and I'm just tired and I haven't read yet. And it's very easy to just be like, ah, I'll read it in the morning. But it's important to read it. Even if you're not getting it all because you're super tired, it's still important to stick with it. Be consistent with it. And I believe you will see right. the fruit of it. Right. Being consistent. Absolutely. So, I, I believe there's power in God's word. I when I when I have a difficult time sleeping i open up my music app and play an audio bible and most times i drift right off to sleep <laughs> <laughs> and your mind never goes to sleep did you know that no <laughs> like it your mind is Obviously always processing. Stays awake because right. that's how right. Dreams so your conscious, your conscious mind, yes, goes somewhere, turns off. But your subconscious, and then there's like something else under there. Yeah, unconscious. I don't know. I think that's what they talk about in Inception. Okay, those are always going. Apparently, mm-hmm. so even when you're asleep, if you're listening to God's word. It might not be infiltrating into your conscious mind, but it is going into your subconscious mind Mm. and into your soul and into your spirit. So I usually listen to the book of Isaiah. uh, And that that really knocks me out. Uh, Yeah. And I I listened to Alexander Scorby Mm. reading the King James Version. The Scorbs. Here, I'll give you a little taste. Okay. Chapter 31. Woe to them that go down to Egypt for help and stay on horses and trust in chariots because they are many and in horsemen because they are very strong but they look not unto the Holy One of Israel. I haven't heard heard that since Grandma Bell's bathroom. bathroom, And I was so... Wow. I need that. Yeah. It... it, 
it edifies me even when I'm asleep. That's great. And it really helps. Have you ever like had a dream and you woke up and you're like, man, why was I dreaming that? And then you looked and, and that Bible verse had played through while you were sleeping. No, no. Okay. That's never happened. I did dream about going and eating at a restaurant though. Hmm. Last night? I think it was last night. That's cool. I feel like I've been having a lot of dreams lately. Like the restaurants were back open. Oh, I see. Yeah. And, and, and like in you your could, dream, you knew in my dream, you knew the like, significance of eating at a restaurant. We can go back to a restaurant. Oh, wow. What and restaurant was it? Taco Cabana. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I was with Ezra Champion. Wow. So that's awesome. Ezra, me and you, gonna go to Taco Cabana when all this is over. That's cool. People were still wearing masks mm. in my dream. I imagine that's that'll probably still happen, even when things are up and running. We're still going to see some masks out there. It's all right. Well, so do you have a... We're going to be back in Acts this, this coming Sunday. We will. Acts chapter 4, riveting passage of scripture. What's that? Acts chapter 4 and 5, we're mm-hmm. going to look at. And it is the message of Ananias and Sapphira. Hmm. So a wonderful couple, a real gem. Yeah. So that that's going to be interesting. I see. So we get into that, and you know it's it's wild because when we started Acts, had no idea we'd be in this season, but as we've gone through it, it seems as though God is really speaking to our church and speaking to us in the the moments that we are in in a very real and profound way. Yeah. And I felt like, oh man, people are going to think that I'm teaching on this just because, you know, mm-hmm. the economic downturn. Yeah. But again, just want to remind everybody. Right. We started teaching on this way before. Mm-hmm. Go check the YouTube page. Coronavirus. No one. Tell so, the truth here. Just going through verse by verse. And I, I think it will be a blessing. I believe it will be edifying to the body. Great. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, Sunday, 1030. We'll be back down the the hill this Sunday. So, yeah. And really the, I've enjoyed, uh, Carrie's been telling me about all the people that are watching live, you know, during the services. Yeah. And, uh, it seems like those that's going really well. Yeah, it it would be great if we could get more people to jump in on Zoom mm. before service. Yes, I have been enjoying those times. In fact, this in th- fact in fact this is not a lie. This Sunday we had my our our tour guide that was with us in Israel two years ago. His name is Andre. Andre, he jumped in all the way from Jerusalem. From Jerusalem Into, on Easter Sunday. Yeah, it was. The place where <sighs> Jesus rose. Man. He lives there. Yes. And he actually stayed and watched our service. Yeah, that was. that was From Jerusalem. That was so cool. That was very, very cool. So. So if he can join our Zoom chat. <laughs> exactly. Our pre-service hangout Zoom chat. From, from Jerusalem. Jerusalem. You should be able to as well. Exactly. 
Uh, so I think this week, more than half of our pre-service Zoom hangers were from outside. We're from San outside of Texas and outside of San Antonio and the United States. No, <laughs> not not more than half from outside the United States, but. Yeah, so we're we're I mean it's it's a great time. It's a great together. Just just getting your, to see your face. Grab a coffee. Grab a coffee. Say hello. Say hello. And then afterwards we After. have our our prayer times with yeah. our prayer teams. Which have been going great on Zoom. Looking forward to this Sunday. It's gonna be a great Yeah, it's gonna be a message. It's gonna be great. And uh thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're watching, uh, thanks for those who submitted their questions and their comments. We love all of you and miss you dearly. We do miss you. Can't wait to, uh, you know, maybe that was a sign that once things get back, that we should like cater Taco Cabana for the church. And we could have a big celebration we need to have uh well i mean a but, big feast a cabana feast but who knows i mean are they going to start with like you can gather with 25 people mm. you can gather with 50 people right and we got to have you know bunch of services to split everybody up mm -hmm. I, I i want it to be this like yay we can all get back together group sizes yeah, of whatever and, and just have a big old shindig mm -hmm. But I think it's probably going to be this slow ramp up. Yeah. We're going to have to organize and tell people different service times. Mm. And, you know, we're having kids ministry maybe or maybe mm. not. Mm -hmm. You know, we got to yeah feel the parents out on that. But hey, we'll, we'll figure it out when we get there. But it, I, I just don't think it will be this grand. I see. Reopening. Mm-hmm cut the red tape okay so maybe hold off on the cabana exactly you know what's interesting this has n really nothing to do with anything but a few months ago in youth group i was talking about taco cabana and everybody started laughing when i said taco cabana and not one other person called it taco cabana everybody talk calls it taco cabana and I couldn't figure that out. Like they literally, they acted like they had never heard anybody call it Taco Cabana before. And how does Sean Elliott say it? That's what I said. And I think that's why we, you know, as original San Antonians and from Sean Elliott's commercial way back then, he says Taco Cabana. You pulled it up. I couldn't find it, but I'm convinced. <laughs> I'm convinced what if that you're he did. wrong. Because what if I, you're wrong? No, no, no. I went back and looked at like some original commercials and they were calling it Taco Cabana. And I think if you look now, they call it Taco Cabana. Really? So anyways. There you go. We'll leave you with that. Just nuggets of wisdom here. Hello, Victoria and Carl. Howdy. Thank you for being with us today. I, I'm going to say this is easily a top 32 podcast of ours uh that we've done so you made it you got to watch it or listen to a great one today and uh, we'll talk to you soon we'll see you on zoom hopefully and 
That is all. Or is there anything to announce? No. No, just... Zoom. Keep praying. Facebook. Keep praying for our president, our governor, our mayor. These people need lots of wisdom. Yeah. They've, they've dug us into a big old hole, and I don't think they have a plan to get us out. But God. Mm. So, yeah, just be praying. Amen. So we can get everything reopened. Yeah. Get back to living life.